You're listening to Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you today and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Good morning. I am Brian's brother. Did y'all hear that? I am Brian's brother. Hey, hey, I'm offended right now, okay? All right, so. Bless your heart. Bless him, Lord. Somebody get the microphone from him. He should never have a mic. Just throwing it out there. Hey, Brian, I got a rock. I'm going to rock your world right now. I'm going to rock your world. How y'all doing? They won't let me count. Like, uh, like we're having a fall festival, you know? And so they want to say like it was 1,000 people. And so if you ask me, I count. We had over 5,000 last year. How many believe that? I'm offended if you didn't believe that. Very offended. Oh, oh my. Let me tell you, I really don't want to do this one. This one, <laughs> this one of these messages, like, I don't want to do this. Okay, so, but we have to do it. It's actually in the Bible, just thought I'd let y'all know. But it's a little difficult to do. So, last week I tried to offend you on purpose. I hope I did for a little bit so that I can help you. That was the thought behind it. So, some of you got offended. And if you did, you probably left. I don't know, maybe you hung in there, whatever. We talked about rocks last week. Like, we were, it seems like we just so, everybody's just so mad. I mean, I've never seen the culture like this. I've never been in a place in America where everybody's just so mad at everybody. And it feels like we all carry around a rock just waiting to, you know, mess with me. You know, just say something. I'm coming at you. And you know, I'm talking about uh, Christians, maybe. I'm talking about that. Well, I'm talking about us. <laughs> we're walking around mad with rocks. It's funny to me that we're supposed to be like reach the world, but we're throwing at it. It's a really amazing thing. Everybody's having to duck. But I, I just, uh, so I've been having to deal with this no offense thing we've been doing. Started last week, and I even got into it a little more this week, and you'll see this. But uh, I think when we grind it down, it's almost uh, the essence of Christianity, of who we are and what we should be. I think it's nice we can read the Scripture and we can just, you know, feel good about it and feel good about the whole Christian experience and everything. And then one day, you have to actually live this and you have to actually do this. And... Um, Honestly, it's just a hard. It's just hard to do. I'd rather, at some point, you know, just like to throw a rock at somebody. It doesn't feel like you just want to like. I need to hit somebody. We're just walking around. I'm going. Somebody's going to get it. And you're thinking, you know what? If I hit them right, they'll get it. You know, they lay. And you know, I, we want to walk in. <laughs> we just want to walk in and start throwing rocks and bodies are everywhere. And you want to say, Do you want to go to heaven? And I, I just. That's kind of how we want to do. And I don't think it's working out really well. So we have to think about that. And so, I, we, of course, I offended everybody last week a little bit. How do, is it possible? I mean, I think about it, Is it possible to live unoffended? And I don't know. I'm working on it. Because <laughs> you think I'm a pastor. I'm supposed to know this stuff. I am like you. I have to deal with stuff. And people offend me. And I'm sure I offend them because I offend them because I'm right and they're wrong. Is that how it works for you? So that's why people get mad at me because I'm right. And so, that, so I get into this series and I think, am I one of, what's this? Am I one of those people? Could I be a those people? Because we're going to talk about those people. 
what we mean is everybody is not in here are like us. Maybe you're watching online. Maybe you're one of those people. I don't know. Hang with me. You know, watch the whole movie before you leave. You know what I'm saying? Don't get up and leave me. Stay with me to the end. Watch the credits come down and see what happens. So I don't know if it's possible to live unoffended because I've had to deal, you know, 25 years in ministry. Uh, I have been offended many times. It's amazing how that works. I've wanted to throw rocks. That's the only thing problem with being a pastor is you really can't throw back. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like you can throw and you can do what you want to do, but I have to stand here and take it or duck. It's really strange how it works. So I, so I had to learn to duck and try not to be offended. The problem with that, it messes me up. If I live offended, it really messes me up. And I'm going to share that with you. And I think I have an idea of why this is happening. Because there's some things happening to you. I don't know if you're paying attention to what's going on, but I'm going to try to help you a little bit. The scripture will speak for itself. I'm still working with it. You understand? I still want to throw rocks. And Jesus didn't throw rocks. That was the, the thing. I, and here's, here's what I got to get that you got to get. So we know that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. We understand that, correct? Most of you would understand this, maybe watching online, trying to figure it out. So we're, Jesus Christ is the hope of the world, and we are the carriers of the hope. So the world's going to find out about what Jesus Christ, how, what he can do and who he is because of you. So if you're throwing rocks and everybody's ducking, I don't know, what, I don't know how to help you with that. See, that's kind of the way it works. Facebook is the best place to throw rocks. And then you can get people like you, and you can have a rock party. You can all get together, and y'all can rock the same people. And then if they don't, you don't like what they're doing, this is the best thing in the world about Facebook. You can defriend them, and you don't even have to deal with them. They can go to hell, and you don't have to worry about it no more. I think that is the craziest thing. So we're supposed to be the hope of the world, and we're throwing rocks, and we're defriending people because we are mad. You know why? Because we're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I had to deal with this. I've been working this thing all week. Maybe it's righteous anger we're talking about. I have a right to throw a rock. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty, you know, if I was Jesus Christ, I'd been throwing rocks. Now you think about it. I'd have been, you know, I'm not Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so don't put me in that. I'm supposed to be like him. I'm working on it, but I still won't throw a rock. So then he comes along. He didn't throw rocks. He actually loved people that nobody loved. No, nothing offended him. He knew that people were crazy, and they were going to act up, and they were going to sin and do things they're not supposed to do. So he knows all of this stuff. So he shows up on the scene, and then the culture comes in and tries to counsel him. So we end up with a council culture, Jesus Christ. So they hang him on the cross. That didn't work out really well. Three days later, he's back. So it just messed up the whole culture. Now here we are sitting here, y'all trying to figure it out, and now we're throwing rocks at the culture again. So who's those people? That's the thought. I'll be honest with you. I've been one of those people. I've been throwing. You know why, don't you? Because I'm right. I'm right. And then I, is, I guess that's right. Am I wrong with saying it? I don't know yet. You may offend some more. Let's, let's, let's fight a little bit. You want to fight? Let's do some fight. Let's do some Trump versus Biden. All right, let's go at it. So here's what's happened. Here's what's happened. I've never seen so much anger in my life. People are so mad, so mad. 
Okay, so we got people over here, they didn't like Trump, right? Didn't like Trump. Whatever, he, mean tweets and all, didn't like Trump. Okay, he's over there. So we got to get rid of him. So what we're going to do, we're going to try to find somebody that can beat him, and we're going to put, we're going to vote for Biden, and we're going to put him in there. We're going to do whatever we can do to get him in, and so he's in. Okay, so now we don't like Trump, but now we got Biden. Now, the problem with Biden right now is that his numbers, his ratings of being liked is the lowest in American history. So here's our problem. We got two people we don't like. What are we going to do with it? So this is what's been happening. So we've been throwing rocks at each other. So this didn't work out really well in the first sermon. I hope y'all are smarter than this. Okay. So can a Republican love a Democrat? Wow, y'all are smarter than the first service. Because you know what they did? They looked at, I thought I was about to get rocked when I said that, okay? Can a, uh, can a Republican love a Democrat? Can a Democrat love a Republican? Is it really possible? Because right now we're just throwing. You know, we're defending and throwing everything, and we're so mad. We're so mad. Everything, uh, the, world's, the world's what? Going to hell in a handbasket? Is that what you said? Can I say that in here? I didn't say that. She said that. And, I, and I'll point her out right here. Y'all come talk to her. It's a little bit rough right now, okay? I don't, but the whole thing is you have to understand that, every, you know, this is why Jesus came, so that we didn't go to hell. Does everybody got that? So that was the idea. And the people, <laughs> and the people who are supposed to be helping that is you. And you're throwing rocks. I think we've got to figure this out. I know you're mad. I know you're right. I'm with you. I'm right. This is the way it works. So we've been throwing stones. Everybody's angry. So what are we going to do about it? That was, that's been the, the whole thing. I, didn't, I remember I didn't like this. I don't like this message. Because I think when we grind this thing down and we start looking at Christianity and really what it means to love God and love people, we're not going to like it. Because we, you know, how did we get here? I'll tell you some of that. In just a minute. How do I live undefended? You just got to lower your expectations of people. I think you think too much that people are going to do the right thing, and they don't. Uh, let me just go ahead and help, okay? Uh, they're going to let you down. They're going to let you down. You know how I know this? Because you did it. I love this thing. We're going to throw rocks at people that we, are, we should be throwing at ourselves. We are, we are all messed up. You understand? So I think you should understand it. See, Jesus understood this. If we could get to heaven without Jesus Christ, then why would he come? He knows we can't get there. His expectation of us is, I want to love you. My grace is going to cover your sin. My blood is going to cover your sin. And because of me, you're going to get to go to heaven. There's nothing you have done and nothing you ever will do. You will never be good enough. You will never do the right things. You never will. Nobody can even keep the Ten Commandments. You just go down the list in your head. Okay, okay, I broke that one. How many can, I mean, I'm just telling you, without Jesus Christ, none of us is going to get anywhere when it comes to God in heaven. It's just not going to happen. So we got to lower expectations because we're all in the same boat. We all needed him. And the other one is raise your gratitude, not your attitude. That was a thought. Now, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make you mad right now. Um, you know we live in America when. You ready for this? When the news says there may not be toys for Christmas. 
You want me to just say that again? Some of you are like, really? I said, I, do you know who says that? Americans say they're, because it's such an importance. Do you know, all right, if your children don't have all their toys and they don't get their, their iPad for Christmas, is it, what will happen? They still will eat and they still live in America. Okay, so we pay $3 or something a gallon right now, probably go to 5 but you still live in America. Okay, I would rather have all the crisis here than somewhere else. Okay, I'd rather do that. So I'm just trying to get you to think a minute, what are we doing? Why are we so mad, and how is this all happening to us? There's a thought for you as we get into this. Here we go. Do you want to make a point, or do you want to make a difference? Some of you say, I'd like to make a point. I, would, I think if I hit him in the head hard enough, that would be my point. Well, that, I don't know. See, I don't think throwing rocks and yelling and screaming and trying to be right actually moves anybody to the kingdom. I don't, I don't know. Have you ever yelled at your child? How did that work? They don't, it doesn't work really well. You got your point across. They still didn't change your behavior. So I'm just trying to tell you, Jesus said, this is, what I, this is so hard. I'll do the Jesus thing. I won't do the me thing. Jesus said we need to lead with love, not with anger. You tried that one before? Try that on Facebook. Try that. Do I love all y'all? You're going to be okay. All you Republicans, all you Democrats, God loves all y'all. Just put that out there and see what happens. Make sure you don't make a comment, though. I'm just telling you, when it comes to this, when we're looking at this stuff, I don't know if, if being right is winning. Does that make sense? I don't know if we're doing what. When we say we're going to be right, and we, and we probably are right. I'll just help you out. that feel better? All right, I feel better. But moving people to the kingdom and being right and throwing stones and yelling and screaming and everybody ducking around you, I don't know if that's going to help. So then Jesus and then Paul and everybody get together and they say, let me tell you how, to, how you deal with this anger. How do you, how you handle this? If you're so mad, what do we do with it? And is it possible to be angry and not sin? Well, it's possible. It's possible. The thing that you have to know about anger, it's not about the other person. It's about you. It messes you up. And you got to learn how to deal with that. So we talked about those people. Those people are they're judgmental. They're critical. They're opinionated. They're right. Uh, anybody in here? Somebody says, I don't know anybody like that. Well, it could be you. And nobody's told you that they're scared to death of you. Are you got people you're scared of? I'm afraid to speak to them. I'm like, I'll get rocked as soon as I look at them. They're going to rock me. So this is what happens. So we have those people. Here's my problem. Here's, here's my problem. As I go through this whole thing, I don't want to be those people. I kept thinking, I'm not, am I that? Am I that? Am I those people? There is a possibility. You know we're right, aren't we? So let's continue now that I have offended most of you. I got this from a movie. This did not come out of the Bible in any way. This is a Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood uh, movie. I love Josie Wells, The Battle of Josie Wells. I can't get into that movie because I can quote most of it because I love that. And, uh, but this is the good, the bad, and the ugly of Christianity. And, I, and I, something is happening to us that we need to pay attention to. And I'm, I'm going to say that, the, you know, when I talk about the dark side, it sounds like Star Wars, doesn't it? 
But we're going to talk about this, something that's happening that hasn't happened uh, in a long time that's happening to you. So let's talk about the good first. Let's talk about it's, it's a wonderful thing. This is what happens to people. They find Jesus Christ. They meet him. Their life changes. And, and really, in the beginning, the good of this is that you actually love people. You ever notice how that works? You remember when you first accepted Christ, you love God and you love people, and you want people to know what Jesus Christ can do, and you just get all excited about that. And you read the Bible and you pray. You come to church. Even when you're a Baptist church, this is what we used to do. When you're a Baptist church, we'd buy them a suit. And then we'd give them a big Bible, and they were like, you're good, you're in. And so that's kind of how it started. But somewhere around the six months, it went bad. <laughs> Something happened. What happened was reality. Yes, Jesus Christ saved. Now you have the power. You're one of the children of God, all of that. But the reality is you're still here. And so some people come to Jesus Christ thinking everything's going to, like, everything's going to be better now. Well, Sure. But you're still here. And why are you still here? Because you forget that you're the hope. Remember? You carry the hope, so you're still here so that you can move the kingdom of God. But you're thinking things should not go bad for me if I'm a Christian. They will. I don't know who preached that one, but nothing went really well for the people in the Bible, did it? None of them got to do what they want to do. Most of them died. So, you know, here we are thinking things are going to be okay, and then they don't. And then what happens when it gets to the bad? Some people decide they're going to do something, one of these two things. They're just going to leave. This isn't what I thought it was. And so you'll see them come in. They'll pop in. They'll pop out. Usually when they pop back in, it's because it's a crisis. Something's wrong. Popping back in. I'll pop in. Pow. And now, you know, they're forgetting that it's not just about you. And this is what you have to do. Have to think about when being offended. It's not just about you. It's about moving the kingdom of God. That is the only reason you're here, and you're not going to be here very long, so I think you should quit throwing rocks and pay attention as we walk through this. So we had the good. Oh, it's wonderful. The bad, I don't know what's going on. And so the bad decided, you know, when it, now we're going to move to the ugly part. When we get to the ugly part, this is, what, this is what they think out there. Now we're going to do something well. Now we're going to become religious. We're going to do as many Bible studies as we can. Nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with all of that. Read the Bible through, cover to cover, nothing wrong with that. But now I'm so religious, I'm going to tell you how to live. And I'm going to judge your sin and judge your life. And I'm going to throw rocks. And that's what they think of us. That's where we are. And you say, how did we get there? Because we are right. Remember? How did we get there? So... The ugly is we're very religious people. We don't like certain people. We, they say the church doesn't like gays and lesbians and whatever else you can put in there. You know, the sins have just been evolving over, over, over time, every, you know, generation, generation, whatever. It's like, okay, living together is bad, now, but now that's okay now. Sleeping together before you marriage, and that's all right now, but gays are bad. This, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is, why are we doing this? How are we going to win the world throwing rocks? This is what he's telling us in the Bible. He's telling us this stuff. And so here we are. We've gotten to the ugly part. Religion is much easier to do than relationships. Everybody know that? That's why you do it. I can do, I can do religion. I can be with God. I can read my Bible. And I don't have to do nothing with you. I don't have to do nothing with you. That is the opposite of Christianity. I'm throwing a rock now at somebody. Here we go. 
in your anger, do not sin. Uh, so we can be angry and not sin. This is the fun part for you. I want to be mad right now. We're good. You okay. But how you do this, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm a little confused right now with you, so I'll go with it. Uh, so I'm going to be angry, but I'm not going to sin. So there's something to that. So what happens, what it, what it means to not give the devil a foothold, it's not something you stick your foot in the door and you stop the door from closing, or you're climbing a mountain, rock climbing, you have a foot, you got a little place to put your foot. That's not what this is. What it's saying in the Greek, topaz, it's basically you're saying, I'm going to give a room in my house to anger. I'm going to let him move in. So I'm making room for this anger. And every time I get mad, the more people I get mad about, I'm going to stick them in that room. This is what he's saying. Everybody, everything that you're angry about, every Democrat, Republican, Independent, and whatever it is, whatever you want to call yourself, stick them in the room. He said that's, that's what happens when you're angry. You're, putting, you're making a room for you in your house for them, and they're all in. I don't know if you can sleep at night. Here's my deal. I've been a pastor for 25 years, going on 20, 25? I don't even know what year it is. So I, I, that's what happens you get off. So, I mean, I've been doing this a while. I've been defended. I've been hurt. I've been all those things. And I made room for all those people for a long time. Most pastors won't stay in ministry because of it, because they've been offended, they've been hurt, yelled at, screamed at, rocks. You know, when you get thrown at and you can't throw back, it gets, it gets rough. And so this is what happens. And most of them, and the people I started with in 19-something, let's just go there, and uh, are out. You know what they say? I can't handle it. I can't take it. Because they made a big old room. I've learned how to clean out the room a little bit. And I'll tell you just a little bit real quick. If I'm, going, if I'm laying down at night and your, my, your name comes to mind, I haven't, you're in my room. And i got to fix that. It isn't about them, it's about me. Learning, I can't live angry. I can't live mad. It affects everything I do, every, all the people around me. And people, you know who's mad, don't you? You're around them, you know who's mad. And so I can't have all these people in my room. I have to get, find a way to get them out. So I'm not going to take these people to bed with me. If you know what I'm saying, don't get, don't get crazy on them. But you understand what I'm saying? So I can't, you know, have you ever been in your car and you're going down the road? This is why they think we're a little nuts. Okay, you ready? Because you're going down the road in your car, there's nobody there. And you're screaming and yelling that somebody is not even there because you're so mad at that person. That person is in your room. You've got to be careful who's in the room. And the Bible says, don't let anything be in your room. Finish it before the sun goes down. Don't let it be in your room. It's very difficult. Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. I don't have to take those people to bed with me. Did that make you picking up what I'm laying down? Because I can't, I can't go through my mind. Have I been hurt? Absolutely. Oh, I should tell you this story. I didn't tell it. This is crazy, okay? Long time ago, don't, get, don't you judge me. Don't you throw nothing. I got one too. We used to play Call of Duty. Y'all know what I'm talking about, Call of Duty? I know that I'm going to get in big trouble for saying this. But I'm a, so we used to play Call of Duty, and everybody, 
Uh, it's a game you shoot people. Does everybody got that? If you don't know what it is. So everybody that we were mad at, we, we named them on the other side. And we shot them every day. Is that bad? I don't do that anymore. Rainbows and sunshine, baby. Rainbows and sunshine. Well, I got a little of the anger out, but I kept them in my room. And then it's amazing what happens when you keep people in your room. Don't let anger get access to your life, to your marriage, to your children, to you. Be careful. Giving in the room will eventually take over the whole house. You can't put anger over here and not affect you over here. It'll take the whole house. You got some of you got so many people in your room that they are in the whole house. It's affecting your marriage, it's affecting your kids, the way you live, the way you talk. Everything is happening because you're so mad. And the Bible says, don't let the anger, let, don't be angry, and don't let the sun go down on it. Fix it. Some people I'll never be able to say, because they're not here with us anymore. I'm sorry, or you hurt me, or you offended me. I just, at some point, I say, you know what? We all make mistakes. We all did stupid things. You know why? Because that's who we are. I had a whole list last week. Remember? I had a whole list. I didn't like it either. I was on the list. So don't let, don't let the anger get to you. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. This is what I think is going on. Here's what I think. Most of you are not trained... I've never been trained in warfare, spiritual warfare that the Bible talks about, that things are around us that are happening, the unseen and things that are happening. And so this is what it's talking about, that these are things that are set up. I'm sorry my nose is running off. I'm offended. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to offend you. Here, you want this? You want to hold that? Okay. Oh, I love you. I love you. So here, here we are. And here's what I think is happening with all this. So the de- here's the thing the devil has to do, the schemes. And I think some of you think, well, the, I can't find my car keys. The devil's after me. I'm late for work. Got a car. The devil's after me. He's not messing with that. Don't just, oh, come on, people. All right, let's think about what we're doing here. Some of you are going to screw your life up, and the devil won't have to do anything with you. You're just going to do it anyway. The Proverbs says that. You're just going to mess it up. You're going to make bad decisions. So here's what they deal with. Let's pretend I'm, I'm a demon in hell, and I'm going to figure out a way to fix you and, and take you out. That's what I'm going to do. So they have to think like this. And why would they want to mess with God's people? Why would they want to do that? Because you're the, you carry the hope. Remember? You carry the hope. i got to take you out. So if I'm going to get together with a bunch of demons, what's the best way to do this? And this is what I come up with. So I thought that uh, you could look, help me look. It's the three D's of destruction. This is the way it always works. It works in every group. Everything goes well for a while, and then something happens. Everything goes well for a while, then something happens. He comes in and tries to divide families, friends, and churches. There's always a split somewhere, a church split. But everything was going well at first, but what happened? Somebody had a thought, and where'd that come from? So if I want to divide you, all I have to talk about is mask and no mask. Vax and no vax. Republican, Democrat, or Democrat, Republican. I won't make anybody mad. I want to make sure we're everybody on the right side. Independence. I don't know whatever else, whatever else you are. So we have to think for a minute. If I want to divide families, now is, is this not what is happening right now? I have never seen anything like it. We've lost friends over this thing. 
When it comes to politics, we've lost friends and family, church members. Some church members, they know each other as a Democrat or Republican, and they're not going to be in the same room. That's how he works. I got to divide you. I mean, you remember when you were in love with your wife? I mean, you ever thought about it? You were like so in love with her, and now you can't stand her? How did you get there? How did that happen? You got this up. What do you think he's trying to do? Here's what's happening. He slipped in. You're not paying attention. All of us have been, listen, he is slipping in. And the other thing he'll do is distract Christians from their mission. The mission is to move the kingdom of God. You're the hope of the world. You carry it. So I need to distract you. Let me, let me, let's, let's put a cause in there. Let's don't buy Coke. Everybody is a Christian. Don't buy Coke. I don't know why. Let's don't do it. If you're watching Netflix, Netflix is out because they're doing crazy things. Everybody get on that wagon. Let's do everything we possibly can do as demons to keep you from thinking about what you're supposed to be doing. And you know what? It is absolutely working. It is absolutely working. Last thing is discredit your influence. Let's make you so mad at everything and everybody that nobody will even listen to what we have to say. Let's make the world think that we're so angry at them that we're, that we're the ones that are on the wrong side of this whole thing. That's what's happening. We're so used to throwing rocks because we're so right. Dog it, we're right. Jesus said to lead with love, not with anger. You have to be careful because these things are happening and, uh, and the dark forces are at work. I've never seen it at a time like this. I've never seen so much division, so much hate, so much racism, whatever you want, whatever word you want to put in and you want to think it is, it's, listen, it's not all our doing. And you need to know that. But it starts with you. You need to check your family. You need to check where you work, everything that's happening around you. What is happening? How did I have these thoughts? Everything is going well at Marathon. Everything is going well at the church. Somebody walks in one Sunday after six months, and a thought hits them. They say, I don't like those chairs. And then they, get, they tell somebody else, I don't like those chairs. So they get together. They get a bunch of people together. Let's have a chair coalition. Let's say, we don't like these chairs, and let's go talk to the pastor. And the pastor, pastor, we don't like these chairs. Well, we have to sit somewhere. What is it you don't like? We don't like the color. You know what just happened? You lost complete sight of what was happening. You're looking at chairs and not people. This is exactly how he works. I've been, I've been around Marathon for a long time when there's whispers in the foyer and people saying things they didn't like about Marathon, but a year ago, it was all love. How does that happen? The dark forces are going to whisper to you. They're going to whisper to your marriage. They're going to whisper to your kids. They're going to do all kinds of things because you're the carrier of the hope. And if we're not paying attention, he's going to take you out. You, some of you got a room. You're going to have to clean it out. The day of your hurt should also be the day of your healing. You need to, you need to deal with hurt and unforgiveness or whatever. Listen, I, I, most, some of you have the right to be hurt. Is that cool? Like you feel better? Somebody did something you was bad. And you have the right to be mad and you want to throw rocks. I get it. I get it. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about how do you live with that? What can we do to move through that? This is what I'm talking about. He said, make sure in your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Everybody's 
went to bed angry, have they not? 100%. I have these spiritual couples. I say, we never go to bed angry. And I'm going to throw a rock. Because you know that's not true. I think we need to be real about what's happening to us. I'm not really, listen, I, I try my, I'm trying this stuff. I've been doing this for 25 years. I love God. I know God. But we're grinding down to the real essence of who we are in Christianity. When we, tell, when we say we love God love people, then we need to do that. And we need to stop throwing rocks. And I, I really like my rock. Because I'm right. That's how we feel. And we got to be careful. So you got to get, you got to, this, this same day that happens, if you're not careful, this will go in your room and you'll fill it up quickly. There's so much, listen, there's so much anger and hatred. All of you could fill your room. But you got to be careful. Your human anger does not produce, let me say that again. Your human anger produces your rightness, not his righteousness. That's what's wrong. I want to be right, and everybody else is wrong. That's why, everybody, that's why everybody's mad at you, because you're right, correct? I don't think we can win with this. And this has been the hardest thing to deal with as we go through here. Uh, well, I don't even, this is exhausting, really. You want me to read that? Let's just do it. Let's see what happens. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. How we doing? How we doing? Oh, my God. Nobody's doing good. Let's go to Facebook. But only what is helpful in building others up. No. We're not doing that. We're not. You should. You, you, listen, if you can't build other people up and say something good about other people, you should never speak. Most of you will never speak again. Because that's what happens on Facebook. For some reason, we can hide behind that and we can throw things out. we got to be careful. Only what, according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. If it doesn't benefit, then why are we saying it? Because we want to be right. Is it not true? Being offended is inevitable. Living offended is a choice. I am not going to put people in my room. I'm not going to go to bed with people in my room. Does that make sense? I'm not going to do it. I have lived that way, and I almost quit. 100% almost walked out, said, I'm done. But I said, you know what, God, you're going to have to help me. Learn to forgive, learn to not to get angry, not to throw rocks, all that stuff. I learned. I'm in more peace now than I've ever been. It's not because of me, it's because of him. That's all it is. Get rid of the bitterness. You went to, are you scared of this verse? Because we're all in this one. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander. He's like he's putting everything in so you can't get a loophole out of this one. Okay, so just pick it, pick it for you. Just pick it. Along with every form of malice, be kind and compassionate one to another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. It just, just sounds so good. Because that's the essence of Christianity. When we're in the culture we're in right now and where we are, that's the essence. Can we do this? Can we let the kingdom override how we feel and how we think about people? Can we understand that knowing Jesus Christ is the most important thing that we will ever deliver on this earth? Does everybody understand that? And so all this stuff... Has to, has to go because it'll keep you from doing what you want to do. It'll keep you from being who you want to be. 
So here's what I had to do. Here's something I did. I don't want to be one of those people. Okay, is everybody good with that? I'm, I am. By the way, I'm done. This is it. This is your last verse. Because this is, this is killing me up here. Be honest. So I get into this, and I go, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me. You really want to pray this, right? You need to check this out and see if you're those people. And lead me in the way of everlasting. Lead me in the place where forever and ever will happen. And forever and ever will happen with Jesus Christ. That's what will happen. That's why we're here. So I have to do this. Lord, am I, am I, am I righteously anger, angered at something? Am I, you know, what, what is it in me? Am I, am I arrogant? Am I, what is it? Is there anything in me that's not like you? That's the prayer. Okay, that, I think that's all we can handle. That Y'all stand with me. Are y'all picking up what I'm laying down? You can drop the rocks off on the, in the way out. Well, some of you have a pet rock. You've had it for years, and you're just waiting. I know. This is hard stuff. This is hard stuff, tough stuff, but this is the essence of who we are. So be careful. Not to make a room for the anger. Make sure you don't. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for all you've done. Uh, thank you for the tough scripture, just the tough stuff today. And I pray that we will pay attention. And we know that things are working around us. And I pray, Father, we, we will be aware of what is happening in our house and in our heart. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure you let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thank you for listening to Marathon Church Podcast.